it also speaks to like the fact that lesbians are fucking practical. Yeah. Like they're really good cars. That is such a good Subarus car. Subarus are good cars. And a dog friendly car. Yeah. I loved my Subaru. I miss it. I, I, I long for a Subaru one day. I'm Emily. I'm Beth. And this is Friends Who Used to Fuck. Um, hi. Hi. Yay. Episode three. Episode three. Um, we just want to say that if you're here, thank you. Yeah. We're excited. Yeah. Today, we're going to be talking about something really fun, which is lesbian stereotypes. But before we do that, Em, how was your week? My week? I'm trying to think back. I think that I had a good week. Slay. Um, I've got to spend a lot of time with Cameron, which was good. We actually, we went on a date on Sunday to... <laughs> A women's soccer game. <laughs> Classic. Classic. But it was so fun. We, we they didn't score at all, but <laughs> <laughs> we did get to see a couple of our favorite players. Cameron played soccer growing up. I played soccer growing up. So it's just kind of fun to like hang out, have a shared experience, a shared hobby. Yeah, things are good now. How are you? Um, I'm really good. I have a job this weekend, which I'm excited for, mm-hmm. um, working on a short film, so that'll be fun. Um, had a date last night, which was really fun. Great. Unexpectedly fun, honestly. Um, yeah. And yeah, I've just been vibing. Um, it's been good. I've had a good week. I can't complain. Yeah. You know, some mild existential crises <laughs> in between, but like other than that, great. <laughs> like what's a week without an existential crisis, you exactly. know? This week, like I hung out with a friend and we somehow ended up in like <laughs> these two straight dudes apartment. And then at one point... Obviously, in every conversation with straight white men, it somehow gets brought up that I'm a lesbian. Of course. Of course. And the one guy said to me, what is a stereotype of lesbians that is the most true? And I just thought that was so honestly hilarious. And I think that I spoke to you and we decided we're going to make a whole episode on this. I mean, obviously, you hauling is... Like, we have to start with that one. Like, it's the most obvious. And I just, like, my answer to this man was like, of course, you hauling is, like, true. Like, it is true. And I feel like because it's a stereotype, people try and avoid, like, doing it. But it just happens. I think what would be helpful for some people who may not know what you hauling is, is mm-hmm. to give a quick definition. Beth, what, what, how would you describe you hauling? So the joke comes from the idea that lesbians pitch up to a first date with a u-haul because they're going to move in with each other like immediately (laughs) and so that's why it's called u-hauling um for those not in america u-haul is like a moving van that you can rent when you like move apartments or whatever so that's the joke ultimately it just means like you move extremely quickly and like move in together after like a month like I know someone (laughs) who is lesbian and they moved in with their ex-girlfriend after two weeks (laughs) two weeks of dating did they know each other before nope (laughs) two weeks and they lived together for like two years wow yeah do you feel like you've ever you hold? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So my ex-girlfriend and I, um, we were best friends 
um and then after i got divorced also another stereotype <laughs> like who hasn't been in love with the best friend yeah this is not the first best friend that i've been in love with. <laughs> but um after i got divorced um there was a couple months when we were not dating and she decided that she wanted to move to new york i helped her move here as a good friend <laughs> and, good friend yeah great friend and then um after a couple months of her living in New York, we started dating. Eventually, I just decided to move to New York. And so, yeah, I uh, packed up my life in Salt Lake and my two dogs and all of my stuff into a cargo van, which <laughs> that just screams gay to me. <laughs> and I drove my little ass across the country <laughs> and moved to New York for this girl. Um, I am no longer dating her. <laughs> so... <laughs> Anyway, so yes, I've definitely U-hauled. Have you? Um, I feel like I have totally U-hauled, unfortunately. Like with my ex-girlfriend, like we when we first like met each other, like we probably had five dates in the space of a week <laughs> and a half, maybe. Yeah, and then we were dating very quickly. Yeah, I, I want to say like within a month, maybe even three weeks, we were like each other's girlfriends. Yeah, so and then fast. yeah. And the most you holy thing about that relationship situation was that after about like eight months, I moved into her parents' garage apartment in Oklahoma because <laughs> I thought I was going to do a job there. Yeah. It didn't last very long. I like left within a month because mm -hmm. the job didn't work out and whatever. But, you know, yeah. I know we're talking about lesbian stereotypes, but you hauling gives major mormon vibes to me <laughs> <laughs> and maybe not just mormon vibes but it could be christian vibes as well but i definitely when i was married <laughs> i was surfing a mission mm -hmm. for the lds church and i got home in july mm -hmm. and then i started talking to my ex-husband on the day i got home mm -hmm. we were engaged in september oh my gosh I'll just let you sit with that. <laughs> just a second. Wow. We were engaged in September, married in November. Wow. And if that's not the most lesbian thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, I like. My marriage to a man was lesbian. It was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just, it gives, you hauling gives major Mormon vibes. Yeah. Okay, so we've made a list of things that we think are lesbian stereotypes, and we're just going to talk through them. Perfect. Let's start with a fun one. Scissoring. Scissoring. Okay. <laughs> you want to start first? <laughs> no, I don't know if I do. <laughs> okay, I think... Okay, scissoring. When I came out, a lot of my straight friends would be like, how do you have sex? Do you guys like scissor? And it was just like, what yeah because firstly google secondly there's plenty of information like figure it out also why is this so hard also has a man never done like gone down on you like how do you not know what we're doing <laughs> like it's not hard to figure out <laughs> but for some people like i think it's like also the fact that we grew up catholic and like the people i'm talking about actually no not even just catholic people even people they were just like how does it work and i'm like firstly dildos yeah exist yeah and secondly bruh wake up <laughs> i know it's everybody always <clears throat> assumes that like that's the way that lesbians 
have sex and that that's the only way that people have sex. Honestly, scissoring's hot. <laughs> like, let's call a spade a spade. Scissoring is really hot. To get the angle correct, it's really hot. I don't enjoy it. Yeah, and there's like some people who may not, like, it's not for everybody. No. Like, it may not even feel good. There are like so many, with, with anybody who's having sex, there's going to be different things that feel good for yeah. different people. So to assume that one sex position is what every single person <laughs> is doing is just hilarious to me. Yeah, it's really funny. Cool. Let's move on. Okay. What's next? Lesbians hate men. <laughs> <laughs> yes and yes. <laughs> Does it apply to me? <clears throat> yes. <laughs> Okay, I'm just kidding. No. I'm also kidding. I don't hate men. Kind of. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. Men. I remember when I came out, there was a period of time when my mom was just like, she felt the need to remind me that not all men are bad. And like, mm. also when I came out, my family was having a hard time understanding that I was into women they were bl- putting the blame on the fact that the men that I have dated were not great. Oh, s- mm-hmm. and Same. so I feel like during that time period, my mom would remind me like, not all men are bad. Like some guys are great. And I'm like, I hear you. Like my brain understands, but I don't feel that. Mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know. It's interesting. I, so no, I don't hate men. Um, will I ever be with a man? Probably not. And do I like sometimes I forget that men exist. Yeah. So I would like to say that my approach to this is like I hate the way that patriarchy means that a lot of men exist in a certain type of way. And a lot of the time that is uncomfortable to me. Do I hate men? No. Have I engaged with a lot of men who I don't like? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I think in relation to the stereotype of like lesbians hate men, there is also like tied into this as like, oh, a man never fucked you good enough. And you now you just like women like, well, yeah, yes, women fuck better. But <laughs> well, it's like when when you were out like I've been out at a bar before and and the guys were like when you're like, oh, I'm gay. Sorry. Like, sure. Buy me a drink. I'm not interested in you romantically, though. And then they're like, oh, well, like, like, I bet I could change your mind or yes. like I could make you straight type of a thing, which just like isn't Mm-mm. isn't going to happen, sweetie. Sorry, honey. I'm so sorry. But I'll take the drink. Yeah. Free drink. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Also, I feel like I don't really like to engage with men who are offended or think like anyone who thinks that lesbians hate men. I don't want to have a conversation with you. Yeah. Because it's it's directly related to like a rejection of masculinity Mm -hmm. for that man. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, you don't like me. Why don't you like me? Something while we're talking about men. I think another stereotype, um, another like stereotypical lesbian thing is that there always has to be a man in the relationship. Oh, yes. Yeah. So it's like, for example, who, what was it? When I started dating my ex-girlfriend, she's feminine. 
And I, for the most part, I wouldn't say that I'm a masculine person. I am kind of in between. Yeah. In this case, at that point, um, I was not dressing in that way. I wasn't expressing my, I wasn't expressing myself that way. Mm -hmm. And so my sister, she was saying, you know, you're, she said, so-and-so isn't very masculine. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. So? (laughs) And? (laughs) And she's like, well, like, who's the, who's the, the guy? Like, who's the masculine one? And I was thinking, mm, neither of us were both women, you know, like, <laughs> I just think it's such an interesting idea that there has to be a man and there has to be a woman role in any relationship. Oh, we can go into this so much because I got some trauma here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would like to say um, how socialization can affect this so deeply mm-hmm. because I am extremely embarrassed to say that. I once asked someone that in a lesbian couple and that is how deeply Catholic I was that I couldn't comprehend this. Yeah. And it shows how much I was like muting or just how much I didn't know. Right. And I have apologized to that person. Right. And they very quickly immediately said to me, there's not. And I've realized so quickly, like in the moment and I feel so bad about it. Right. <laughs> but I understand that that was my socialization at that point. Right. Like I had never understood that there couldn't be, that they, this dynamic didn't have to exist. With an ex of mine, like, they couldn't imagine their children not having a father. Right. Even though the two of us would have made excellent parents, they could not get over this idea that their children would not have a dad. And, like, to me... I'm all too happy that my children don't have a dad. Right. Like, I know that they're not going to, and I'm perfectly content with that. Just, you know, while we're on this topic of conversation, something that has been difficult for me, discovering my sexuality, is imagining my life differently than than what I was raised... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Than what you were like trained to think. The, yeah, than than what I thought it was going to look like. Mm-hmm. You know, growing up Mormon, we Mormons believe that marriage is between a man and a woman, mm-hmm. and that you are to have kids, and that's what your life would be. Mm-hmm. So, when I started to realize and and really desire to be with women, I had to mourn that life of mine. And then when I came out, my mom. And my dad and my siblings, they, in a, in a way, they were mourning that for mm-hmm. my life. And that's something that not a lot of people talk about when, when they come out. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, I really had to take a step back and try to have a little bit of grace for my family because that is something difficult. Imagine you have a child and you have this beautiful life that you imagined for them and then suddenly it's not going to look like mm-hmm. that. Um that was really hard for my parents too. And I think it always will be hard for my parents, you mm-hmm. know, and for my family because they are, they love the church so much and I'm so happy for them that they do. I would never ask them to not love mm-hmm. it. Um, but it's been good for me. It's been a while now since I've been out and there have been lots of conversations with my family and um, it's getting better, you know, every day. I think they're I think starting to realize that you know, she can be happy. She can feel 
she can have this and that can look differently than what I thought it was going to be. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that it's bad. Totally. I think, man, who would have thought that our lesbian stereotypes would bring, you know, all of this out. Okay, the next one we have is that lesbians were tomboys growing up. Ooh, I think this This is is a fun one. This is a fun one. First question for this, were you a tomboy? I was not a tomboy in any way, shape or form. I played with dolls. I uh, was dressed in fairy outfits. I loved, yeah, nope, not a tomboy at all. Okay. I was a big tomboy. (laughs) (laughs) I loved to run around my neighborhood with overalls on, no shirt underneath, barefoot, loved playing in the dirt. I would Slay. I would tell my mom all the time like I just want to be a boy. I just want to be a boy. Now, when I say that, I don't feel that way now that I want to be a boy. But what I did feel was I wanted to wear the clothes that the boys are wearing. I want to play mm-hmm. with the toys that the boys are playing with. I think that that also this links to like so many other stereotypes right. of like that the like lesbians can only be these like butch dykes right like that was my understanding of lesbians as a child growing up and it was also brought with a lot of like shame and I I think a lot of people still do think that and Mm -hmm. feel that way and that it's the stereotype of like very masculine women right who you know who are in these relationships and I think it also affected me and my like journey in understanding my sexuality because I think a lot of it was like I didn't know that I could be because I didn't see examples of femme lesbians right and honey I'm a femme Mm, (laughs) I I love I love a femme (laughs) (laughs) but I I and I didn't know that I and I didn't know that I could be a femme attracted to femmes yeah I think that's That's the, the other thing that's the other thing is that people feel like if you are a feminine lesbian that you then only can like people who are mask and that is so far from the truth so far you can like whoever you like there are so many different types of lesbians it doesn't have to be one person's gonna wear a suit at the wedding and one person's gonna wear a dress no two dresses two suits one of each all hot all hot no marriage at all (laughs) (laughs) also hot so hot yeah but okay i want a wedding (laughs) (laughs) Uh, debatable (laughs) we'll see i've done it once (laughs) been there done that don't need to do it again got the (laughs) t-shirt if she wants to do it then sign me up i will be there but okay so we're gonna move on to some more fun ones okay great okay ready i'm gonna we're going to spit through them. Yeah, you rapid fire these ones. Okay, great. Um, Doc Martens. Yes. Yes, yes. 100% yes. Was part of the stereotype. Didn't know I was part of the stereotype. And then I came out and I was like, oh my God, every lesbian has a pair of Docs. I was so excited to get my first pair of Doc Martens. If you go it's to a big a, day. If you go to a Muna concert, a Phoebe Bridgers concert, Doc Martens. That's all you're going to see. Everywhere. Everywhere. Sour Candy. Yes. I don't know a single lesbian who doesn't froth for sour candy before this episode we had some sour patch kids please sponsor us (laughs) please can you imagine okay sticker tattoos emily has so many sticker tattoos yeah i do i am working on a sleeve on my left arm for sticker tattoos i love them someone asked me today what is a sticker tattoo and a sticker tattoo is like 
something that could be a sticker that's on it's like smaller tattoos yeah i don't know i feel like google this yeah some if you people don't know call what it them is. like a stick and poke yeah is it a stereotype yes is it yeah I feel left out because it doesn't apply to me. I have no tattoos, which again, conditioning from my childhood and I'm building up the courage to get there. But I, I feel left out. I feel so deeply left out. I've tried so hard to get Beth to get a tattoo. Okay. Mullet adjacent hair. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I love a good mullet. It's so like Miley Cyrus hair. My family calls me Billy Ray. Because <laughs> they say I'm Billy Ray's hair, which honestly I don't, but. When you cut kinda. your hair into this little shag <laughs> thing, did you like automatically feel 100% more queer? Totally. And I felt 100% more myself. I hated my hair before. I mean, I didn't hate it, I just didn't feel hot okay. with my hair. And once I got this haircut, I was like, this is my personality now. Love it. Love that for you. Yeah. I love this haircut. Subarus. Subarus. The lesbian car. When I, I bought my first Subaru. Um, Did you know that you were going into the stereotype? Or? No. Okay. So I knew that I was gay when I was 13 and I didn't really know much about lesbian stereotypes other than they play soccer and softball and that, that I thought that everybody was a butch and that's all I knew. Um, so when I was married, I bought the, my first car that I bought in my name with my own money was Big a Subaru Forester. <laughs> and I went over to my in-laws house and, um, we were talking about my car and how I was so excited. My mother-in-law was like, that's a lesbian car. And I was no, like, she didn't. Yeah. She said, that's a lesbian car. And I was like, no. <laughs> and then I like looked into it and I'm like, oh, it is a lesbian car. But I was like so, de- I I enjoyed that so much that I had bought a lesbian car without knowing that it was a lesbian car. It also speaks to like the fact that lesbians are fucking practical. Yeah. Like they're really good cars. That is such a good Subarus car. Subarus are good cars. And a dog friendly car. Yeah. I loved my Subaru. I miss it. I, I, I long for a Subaru one day. Um, Short nails. That's just like a code. I mean, it's just practical. Yeah. But also it's helpful to know, like, if I see someone and I'm like, hmm, you're hot. Like, are you, mm, and then you look at their nails, then you know. Right. Yeah. If you've got pointy fangs. Nope. Pointy fangs? <laughs> no, I said fangs. I didn't mean fangs. What is like, po- t- uh, talons. I meant yes, talons. Yes, pointy fangs. <laughs> Vampires. Lesbian. Yes. <laughs> so lesbian. Yeah. Kristen Stewart, we love you. A carabiner. <laughs> Once again, practical as fuck. It is so practical. For anyone who doesn't know what a carabiner is, it's like a hook that you put your keys on or anything on you. Yeah, it's also people use it when you go rock climbing. It's yeah. how you like fasten all of the ropes together. Um, but it's also a huge code for lesbians. If you have a carabiner with your keys attached on your pants, yeah, immediate signal. You're telling people you're gay. know what time it is lesbian of the week like i always have a lesbian that i'm the obsessed lesbian with the week. that we are currently obsessed a lesbian with. that we love les les lesbian of the week lesbian lesbian of the week lesbian of the week 
Um, okay, I have picked a lesbian of the week for this week. It is a celebrity. Okay. And it is because they have just released so many videos that are so hot and so lesbian. It's Janelle Monet. I have no idea who that is. What? You don't know who Janelle Monet is? I don't think so. Um, I'm going to show you a picture right now. Okay, okay. They Were they in the new um, Knives Out movie? Yes. Okay. Okay. Okay, so you've never heard of Janelle Monet. No. Which is sad. Um, yeah. You should follow her on Instagram because okay. this week she has released some videos for her new album that's coming out. And they're so sexy and they're just all these incredibly beautiful women. <sighs> Gosh. Stunning. So hot. And I just... I love that she's a lesbian and I so she is a lesbian let's go with queer okay because I'm not sure if she also dates men but I know she dates women for sure amazing so yes and she's just stunning these videos are incredible cinematically exquisite and just so hot and like in the video that she posted for Mother's Day mm-hmm. it's just her sitting with this like really hot mom I don't know if it is her mom but this really hot mom behind her who's smoking a fat joint and it's just so hot. Okay, please hold. I need to. I'm going to Instagram. In this, at this point in the podcast, if you don't know who Janelle Monet is, go look it up. Yeah. Okay. Go do it right now. So hot. Emily's jaw is on the floor. I told you. That's I'm why following. she's. That's why she's my lesbian of. The, I know. Like, her face next to a gorgeous ass. I am having gay panic. <laughs> gay panic yeah wow. i got gay panic wow. when i first saw those i was so so overwhelmed like they're exquisite so go look at janelle monet wow. that's my lesbian celebrity of the week uh iconic i love that um so i think we've gone through our list of stereotypes please tell us if you have a stereotype that you feel like we should have talked about we would love to discuss and bring it up yeah, and I think that moving forward also we'd love to do some episodes of uh, listener-submitted stories. Oh, yes. So that could be uh, Worst First Date. That could be Your Gay Awakening. That could be anything. Write to us. Please, please, please write to us. Well, it was very fun figuring out whether we are or are not part of these lesbian stereotypes and which ones we love and which ones we hate. Uh, please follow us on Instagram and TikTok. All of our handles are friends who used to. And, you know, it would really be fun if you decided to follow our podcast wherever you're listening because it's available everywhere. Give us a follow. Give us a like. And if you feel like it, review us. Ooh. Um, Don't be mean. <laughs> <laughs> I will cry. <laughs> I'll cry too. Um. Okay. We love you. Have a good week. Bye. We're fancy, so we have credits. This podcast was hosted by me, Beth Ribeiro, and Emily Chelson. It was produced by Brianna Brady. We used sound from freesound.org and Blue Dot Sessions. Don't worry, we're not being paid. <laughs>